The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Happy Friday to you. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Friday, August 11th, 2023, Friday of the 18th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Friday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the memorial of St. Clair of Assisi. She was born in 1194 and at the age of 15 refused to marry. She was moved by the dynamic preaching of Francis and he became her lifelong friend and spiritual guide. At 18, Claire escaped from her father's home one night was met on the road by friars carrying torches and in the poor little chapel received a rough woolen habit, exchanged her jewel belt for a common rope with knots in it and sacrificed her long tresses to Francis Scissors. He placed her in a Benedictine convent which her father and uncles immediately stormed in rage. Claire clung to the altar of the church, threw aside her veil to show her cropped hair and remained adamant. Sixteen days later, her sister Agnes joined her. Others came. They lived a simple life of great poverty, austerity, and complete seclusion from the world. Claire served the sick, washed the feet of the begging nuns. She came from prayer, it was said, with her face so shining that it dazzled those about her. She suffered serious illness for the last 27 years of her life. And a well-known story concerns her prayer and trust. Claire had the Blessed Sacrament placed on the walls of the convent when it faced attack by invading Saracens. I beseech you, dear Lord, protect these whom I am now unable to protect. To her sisters, she said, don't be afraid. Trust in Jesus. And the Saracens fled. St. Clair died in 1253. St. Clair, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My Lord and Father, inspire my thoughts, words, and actions, and accompany them with your aid, so that I may undertake all my activities according to your will and out of love for you. I ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray World Youth Day in Lisbon will help young people to live and witness the gospel in their own lives. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you're here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Today, August 11th, we are celebrating the feast of Saint Clair of Assisi. She's not super famous, at least not as famous as the other saint that came from Assisi, Saint Francis. But it's interesting to read about her life because she lived precisely during the same time as St. Francis. 
she was a few years younger. And actually, it was precisely the example of St. Francis' conversion that moved her to dedicate her life to Jesus. Like Francis, she came from a very rich family, noble family. She lived very comfortably. She had a beautiful castle or palace where she lived with her family. She had very good prospects of marrying very well. She could have lived a perfectly pleasant, comfortable, actually, we could say, luxurious life. But she chose not to. Like Francis, she felt called by God. And uh, following the example of Francis, who had left all his privileges, abandoned his wealth, and uh, moved out to live a radical monastic life, was marked by poverty, penance, and prayer. Claire, upon reaching her 18th birthday, decided to join this form of life and thought that she could found a feminine branch to Francis's monastic institution. And so, in secret, she decided to join. After having a conversation with Francis, she realized her family was not going to be happy. They had plans for her. She was supposed to marry this very rich man. And of course, her family did not want her to lead a life of poverty, even though they were good Catholics. They just didn't think that was a life worth living. And so, in secret, she joined that monastic life led by Francis and made her vows. And as a way of showing that dedication, which was traditional in that time, Francis cut her long hair. And she put on that veil that reflects that dedication to God. Upon discovering Claire's decision, her family tried to convince her to return home. And they made her all kinds of promises of wealth and of all kinds of privileges of nobility. But Claire refused. And taking off her veil, she showed her short hair to her family. And that is when they realized Claire had made a vow to God. And they let her be. They let her dedicate her life to Jesus Christ. And I think this example is beautiful, obviously. She's a great saint. But also because in a way she is putting into practice precisely what we read today in the Gospel. This is what Jesus is telling his disciples. He says, Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself. Take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. What profit would there be for one to gain the whole world and for fate his life? Jesus is telling that to his apostles, to his disciples. Whoever wishes to save his life 
will lose it. Whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. And that is what Francis and Claire did. They lost, I guess we could say, their privileges. They renounced their money, their inheritance, their comfort. The many possibilities they had in life, they gave them away. All to follow Jesus Christ. And they won so much. We could say, from a human perspective, we could say all these two saints went on to lead a very poor, sacrificed, terrible life, difficult, full of sacrifice and poverty and silence. But if we ask them, they will probably say, hey, I'm so happy I did that. And we see it in their lives. We keep reading about both Francis and Claire, we realize how happy they were. And actually, it's interesting because as you read the life of Claire, you realize that even though the beginning, his family, her family had opposed this decision that she had made, very soon after, one of her sisters also decides to join her in this life of poverty and sacrifice, giving up also all her riches and privileges. And again, the family would oppose this. And later on, many years later, her own mother and another sister would join her in this life. Realizing, probably because they realized how happy Claire was. How full of joy. What beautiful purpose there was in this life given to God. Something that their privileges, their riches, could never give them. And this doesn't mean that you and I have to go out there, throw all our money out of the window, and join a monastic life of poverty and sacrifice. Maybe some of you are called to do that. And if that is what God is asking you, then I encourage you to do it, because you will be very happy. But what Jesus is telling all of us, independently of our circumstances, is that we need to really embrace His life. Which doesn't necessarily mean that we need to sell everything and move out of our home and all that, but you can live this life dedicated to Christ in your home, in your work, making the money you make, but embracing Jesus Christ. Picking up your cross daily. The sacrifices that come with that work, with your family. Helping those in need. Putting prayer in your life. You have to find that way which God is calling you to follow Him. But if you follow Him, if you maybe give up some of those privileges, some of those comforts for the love of God, how much good will come from it? How much joy will God put in your life? You might be losing some of your life, some of your joy or whatever it is that comes from all those riches and things. 
and how much more will you be gaining a life of grace filled with the love and the purpose that God gives to our lives. Hopefully, clearest example can move you just like it moved her sister and her mom and so many other people. So many women followed Claire in her decision in her life. Let us also learn from her so that we can be moved to a conversion in our lives. Let us ask God for his grace, just like he gave it to Claire and Francis. Let us ask Mary, mother, the first one to make that big decision so that we can also imitate her and imitate these saints. Denying ourselves, taking up the cross of Christ and following him. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Today's day of prayer begins in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Celebrating St. Clair of Assisi, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and we begin this liturgical day with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth will proclaim your praise. The Holy Virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! The Holy Virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in His hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to Him. The dry land, too, for it was formed by his hands. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. 
For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works, the holy virgins praised their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King, Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Lord, in your anger, do not punish me. Lord, Lord, in in your your anger, anger, do do not punish me. O Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger. Do not punish me, Lord, in your rage. Your arrows have sunk deep in me. Your hand has come down upon me. Through your anger, all my body is sick. Through my sin, there is no health in my limbs. My guilt towers higher than my head. It is a weight too heavy to bear. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is, is now, and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, Lord in, in your anger, do not punish me. Lord, you know all my longings. Lord, you know all my longings. My wounds are foul and festering, the result of my own folly. I am bowed and brought to my knees. I go mourning all the day long. All my frame burns with fever. All my body is sick, spent, and utterly crushed. 
I cry aloud in anguish of heart. Oh, Lord, you know all my longing. My groans are not hidden from you. My heart throbs. My strength is spent. The very light has gone from my eyes. My friends avoid me like a leper. Those closest to me stand afar off. Those who plot against my life lay snares. Those who seek my ruin speak of harm, planning treachery all the day long. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, you know all my longings. I confess my guilt to you, Lord. Do not abandon me, for you are my Savior. I confess confess my my guilt to you, Lord. Do not abandon me, for you are my Savior. But I am like the deaf who cannot hear, like the dumb unable to speak. I am like a man who hears nothing, in whose mouth is no defense. I count on you, O Lord. It is you, Lord God, who will answer. I pray, do not let them mock me, those who triumph, if my foot should slip. For I am on the point of falling, and my pain is always before me. I confess that I am guilty and my sin fills me with dismay. My wanton enemies are numberless, and my lying foes are many. They repay me evil for good, and attack me for seeking what is right. O Lord, do not forsake me. My God, do not stay afar off. Make haste and come to my help. O Lord, My God, my Savior. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Do not abandon us, Lord our God. You did not forget the broken body of your Christ, nor the mockery his love received. We, your children, are weighed down with sin. Give us the fullness of your mercy. I confess confess my guilt to you, Lord. Do not abandon me, for for you are my Savior. You have shown me how to live. You will fill me with joy in your presence. From the book of the prophet Hosea. Thus says the Lord. Protest against your mother, protest, for she is not my wife, and I am not her husband. Let her remove her harlotry from before her. Since she has not known that it was I who gave her the grain, the wine, and the oil, and her abundance of silver and of gold, which they used for Baal, therefore I will take back my grain in its time, and my wine in its season will snatch away my wool and my flax, with which she covers her nakedness, 
So now I will lay bare her shame before the eyes of her lovers, and no one can deliver her out of my hand. I will bring an end to all her joy, her feasts, her new moons, her Sabbath, and all her solemnities. I will lay waste her vines and fig trees, of which she said, These are the hire my lovers have given me. I will turn them into rank growth, and wild beasts shall devour them. I will punish her for the days of the Baal, for whom she burnt incense while she decked herself out with her rings and her jewels, and, in going after her lovers, forgot me, says the Lord. Therefore I will hedge in her way with thorns and erect a wall against her, so that she cannot find her path. If she runs after her lovers, she shall not overtake them. If she looks for them, she shall not find them. Then she shall say, I will go back to my first husband, for it was better with me then than now. So I will allure her. I will lead her into the desert and speak to her heart. From there I will give her the vineyards she had and the valley of Acre as a door of hope. She shall respond there as in the days of her youth, when she came up from the land of Egypt. On that day, says the Lord, she shall call me my husband, and never again my Baal. Then will I remove from her mouth the names of the Baals, so that they shall no longer be invoked. I will make a covenant for them on that day, with the beasts of the field, with the birds of the air, and with the things that crawl on the ground. Bow and sword and war I will destroy from the land, and I will let them take their rest in security. I will espouse you to me forever. I will espouse you in right and in justice, in love and in mercy. I will espouse you in fidelity and you shall know the Lord. On that day I will respond, says the Lord. I will respond to the heavens, and they shall respond to the earth. The earth shall respond to the grain and wine and oil, and these shall respond to Jezreel. I will sow him for myself in the land, and I will have pity on Lo-Ruhamah. I will say to Lo-Ami, You are my people. And he shall say, My God. This is the wedding day of the Lamb. His bride has made herself ready. Blessed are those invited to the marriage feast of the Lamb. I will betroth you to myself in faithfulness, and you shall know the Lord. Blessed are those invited to the marriage feast of the Lamb. A reading from a letter to Blessed Agnes of Prague by St. Clare, Virgin. Happy indeed is she who is granted a place at the divine banquet, for she may cling with her inmost heart to him whose beauty eternally awes the blessed hosts of heaven, to him whose love inspires love, whose contemplation refreshes, whose generosity satisfies, whose gentleness delights whose memory shines sweetly as the dawn, to him whose fragrance revives the dead, and whose glorious vision will bless all citizens of that heavenly Jerusalem. For he is the splendor of eternal glory, the brightness of eternal light, and the mirror without cloud.
Queen and Bride of Jesus Christ, look into that mirror daily and study well your reflection, that you may adorn yourself, mind and body, with an enveloping garment of every virtue, and thus find yourself attired in flowers and gowns befitting the daughter and most chaste bride of the King on high. In this mirror, blessed poverty, holy humility, and ineffable love are also reflected. With the grace of God, the whole mirror will be your source of contemplation. Behold, I say, the birth of this mirror. Behold his poverty, even as he was laid in the manger and wrapped in swaddling clothes. What wondrous humility! What marvelous poverty! The King of Angels, the Lord of heaven and earth, resting in a manger. Look more deeply into the mirror and meditate on his humility, or simply on his poverty. Behold the many labors and sufferings he endured to redeem the human race. Then in the depths of this very mirror, ponder his unspeakable love, which caused him to suffer on the wood of the cross and to endure the most shameful kind of death. The mirror himself, from his position on the cross, warned passers-by to weigh carefully this act, as he said, All of you who pass by this way, behold and see if there is any sorrow like mine. Let us answer his cries and lamentations with one voice and one spirit. I will be mindful and remember, and my soul will be consumed within me. In this way, Queen of the King of Heaven, your love will burn with an ever brighter flame. Consider all his indescribable delights, his unending riches and honors, and sigh for what is beyond your love and heart's content, as you cry out, Draw me on. We will run after you in the perfume of your ointment, heavenly spouse. Let me run and not faint until you lead me into your wine cellar. Your left hand rests under my head. Your right arm joyfully embraces me, and you kiss me with the sweet kiss of your lips. As you rest in this state of contemplation, remember your poor mother and know that I have indelibly written your happy memory into my heart, for you are dearer to me than all the others. Though my flesh and my heart may fail, God, God is, is my, my strength, strength and my, and my portion, portion forever. I count all that this world offers as worthless, that I may gain Christ and be found in Him. God, God is, is my, my strength, strength and my portion forever. O God, who in your mercy led St. Clare to a love of poverty, grant, through her intercession, that, following Christ in poverty of spirit, we may merit to contemplate you one day in the heavenly kingdom. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. What Jesus said was rather shocking to the disciples. It's coming up in today's Gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Memorial of St. Clair. I'm Paul Sadek, and in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, we note that the cross was well known as an instrument of torture 
and execution. So it must have surprised a few people when the Lord said this from the 16th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. If any man would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his life? Or what shall a man give in return for his life? For the Son of Man is to come with his angels in the glory of his Father, and then he will repay every man for what he has done. Truly I say to you, there are some standing here who will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Jesus made it pretty clear. You have to give it all. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. If anyone will come after me, we want nothing in the world but to follow Christ closely. No other thing, not even our own lives, do we love more than this. Identifying ourselves with him, making the desires and sentiments that he had on earth our own. We are close to him not only when things are going well, but also when we accept adversities with patience. Happy to be able to accompany him on the way of the cross, uniting our sufferings with his. If, however, we were only to await the trials and contradictions, the pain we cannot avoid, our love would lack generosity. We would be content with just getting by. We would have a reluctant disposition that might be described in these words. Mortification? Life has enough sorrows. I have enough worries already. However, interior life depends too much on mortification not to seek it out actively. Those mortifications which arise spontaneously are important and valuable but should not serve as excuses to flee from generous voluntary sacrifices, the sign of a true spirit of penance. I will freely offer you sacrifice. I will sing your name, O Yahweh, your name because it is good. The Church proposes that we consider the penitential aspect of our lives one day each week on Fridays by reflecting on the Passion of Christ. On this day, many Christians consider with greater care the sorrowful mysteries of Christ's life, or they accompany him on the way of the cross, or they read or meditate on his passion. It is a good day to examine more carefully how we habitually bear contradictions and the generosity fruit of love with which we seek out voluntary mortifications in little things, or how we struggle against our selfishness, laziness, or the desire to be well thought of, to be the center of attention. Other points for examination might include the small mortifications that make the lives of others more enjoyable, being cordial in our dealings with others, not giving in to bad moods that perhaps will lead to brusque manners, smiling when we tend to be more serious, being punctual in our work or studies, eating a little less of what we like most or a little more of what we like least, not eating between meals, 
keeping our desk wardrobe or room neat and orderly, not giving in to curiosity, guarding our senses with refinement, not complaining about excessive heat or cold or heavy traffic. As we finish today's meditation on the words of Jesus, If anyone wishes to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. We request of him in the intimacy of our prayer, Grant me, Jesus, the cross, with no Simon of Cyrene to help me. No, that's not right. I need your grace. I need your help, here as in everything. You must be my Simon of Cyrene. With you, my God, no trial can daunt me. But what if my cross should consist of boredom or sadness? In that case, I would say to you, Lord, with you, I will gladly be sad. As long as I don't lose you, no sorrow will be a sorrow at all. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers and it's available at your local Catholic bookstore. We continue praying now on this memorial of St. Clair as we join with the whole church led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. A humble, contrite heart, O God, you will not spurn. A humble, contrite heart, O God, you will not spurn. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. O wash me more and more from my guilt, and cleanse me from my sin. My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done. That you may be justified when you give sentence, and be without reproach when you judge. O see, In guilt I was born, a sinner was I conceived. Indeed, you love truth in the heart, then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. O purify me, then I shall be clean. O wash me, I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear rejoicing and gladness, that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face and blot out all my guilt. A pure heart create for me, O God, but a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor sustain me that I may teach transgressors your ways, and sinners may return to you. O rescue me, God, my helper, and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice a contrite spirit, a humbled, contrite heart. 
you will not spurn. In your goodness show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust offered on your altar. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, he who knew no sin was made sin for us, to save us and restore us to your friendship. Look upon our contrite heart and afflicted spirit, and heal our troubled conscience, so that in the joy and strength of the Holy Spirit we may proclaim your praise and glory before all the nations. A humble, contrite heart, O God, you will not spurn. Even in your anger, Lord, you will remember compassion. Even in your anger, Lord, you will remember compassion. O Lord, I have heard your renown and feared, O Lord, your work. In the course of the years, revive it. In the course of the years, make it known. In your wrath, remember compassion. God comes from Taman, the Holy One from Mount Paran. Covered are the heavens with his glory, and with his praise the earth is filled. His splendor spreads like the light. Rays shine forth from beside him where his power is concealed. You come forth to save your people, to save your anointed one. You tread the sea with your steeds amid the churning of the deep waters. I hear, and my body trembles. At the sound, my lips quiver. Decay invades my bones. My legs tremble beneath me. I await the day of distress that will come upon the people who attack us. For though the fig tree blossom not, nor fruit be on the vines, though the yield of the olive fail and the terraces produce no nourishment, though the flocks disappear from the fold and there be no herd in the stalls, yet will I rejoice in the Lord and exalt in my saving God. God, my Lord, is my strength. He makes my feet swift as those of hinds and enables me to go upon the heights. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Even in your anger, Lord, you will remember compassion. O praise the Lord, Jerusalem. O praise the Lord, Jerusalem. O praise the Lord, Jerusalem. Zion, praise your God. He has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed the children within you. He established peace on your borders. He feeds you with the finest wheat. He sends out his word to the earth and swiftly runs his command. He showers down snow, white as wool. He scatters hoarfrost like ashes. He hurls down hailstones like crumbs. The waters are frozen at his touch. He sends forth his word and it melts them. At the breath of his mouth the waters flow. He makes his word known to Jacob, to Israel his laws and decrees. 
He has not dealt thus with other nations. He has not taught them his decrees. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, you established peace within the borders of Jerusalem. Give the fullness of peace now to your faithful people. May peace rule us in this life and possess us in eternal life. You are about to fill us with the best of wheat. Grant that what we see dimly now as in a mirror, we may come to perceive clearly in the brightness of your truth. Oh, Oh, praise praise the the Lord, Lord, Jerusalem. Jerusalem. A reading from the Song of Songs. Deep waters cannot quench love, nor floods sweep it away. Were one to offer all he owns to purchase love, he would be roundly mocked. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. My heart is ever pleading, show me your face. My My heart heart is is ever ever pleading, pleading, show me your face. I long to gaze upon you, Lord, show Show me me your face. face. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. My My heart heart is ever pleading, show me your face. Now this wise virgin has gone to Christ. Among the choirs of virgins, she is radiant as the sun in the heavens. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Now this wise virgin has gone to Christ. Among the choirs of virgins, she is radiant as the sun in the heavens. Christ is the spouse and crowning glory of virgins. Let us praise him with joy in our voices and pray to him with sincerity in our hearts. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. Christ. The holy virgins loved you as their one true spouse. Grant that nothing may separate us from your love. 
Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. You crowned Mary, your mother, queen of virgins. Through her intercession, let us continually serve you with pure hearts. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. Your handmaids were always careful to love you with whole and undivided attention, that they might be holy in body and spirit. Through their intercession, grant that the lore of this passing world may not distract our attention from you. Jesus, Jesus, crown crown of virgins, hear us. Lord Jesus, you are the spouse whose coming was anticipated by the wise virgins. Grant that we may wait for you in hope and expectation. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. Through the intercession of the saint and virgin we commemorate today, who is one of the wise and prudent virgins, grant us wisdom and innocence of life. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. Now let us offer the prayer Christ has given us as the model for all prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who in your mercy led St. Clare to a love of poverty, grant, through her intercession, that, following Christ in poverty of spirit, we may merit to contemplate you one day in the heavenly kingdom. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Although it is highly romanticized, I'm still very fond of the film which tells the story of Francis and Claire, brother, son, sister, moon, with the music by Donovan. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn, Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning, and then Patrick Conley with The Inner Life. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. Go out, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.